and I'm back. You're listening to Cooler Than I Look podcast. Yes, it's Cooler Than I Look podcast, and I'm back. It's Christian Zaragoza, aka Chrissy Picks. We're back, episode 37. I'm sorry, guys. I always apologize. I know normally I do an episode every two weeks, every other week, but this time a lot of shit happened. I had kidney stones. We had a death in the family. Lola was sick. It was just one thing after another, and I just couldn't find time. We even took a week off on the podcast, which we haven't done in a while, but we took our little summer vacation because shit got real. The guys were out of town. I was sick. It got real. I got this is probably like the sixth or seventh time I have kidney stones. I have a bunch of them. I have like five lodged in my kidney, a few on each side. So at any moment, one can just fall, and I'm I'm out of commission for a few days. This time it was a week. Let me tell you, when I tell you that there is levels to this shit, to this pain, I'm not lying. I mean, I've had them before, but this time, I mean, I was in so much pain that I was sweating. I, I got a fever from the pain. I couldn't stand up straight. You start crying, but you can't even cry. You can't stand up straight. You're so frustrated because it's just this unbearable pain. And when people say it's like having a baby, I don't think they're lying. Obviously, I've never had a baby, and that looks way more painful. But when women also have kidney stones and they say that it's more painful, believe them, okay? Because it is. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe um, I'm being a bitch and they're little because they are little, but it's still painful. And some people have bigger ones and they feel more pain, but I couldn't believe it. I went to the hospital on a Monday, Monday morning. I was off for the weekend. I'm about to go back to work. It's four in the morning. I wake up and I, immediately I know, oh shit, it's coming. I get up, go pee. And I tell Crystal, you know what? We're going to have to go to the hospital because I already know I'm not going to wait till it's a 10 and go to the hospital. I'm going to go when it's at a two because I already know the pain is coming. So she's quickly getting Lola together because we can't just leave her. She drops me off. I go in there. I'm already like at a seven and I just have to obviously make it worse than it is because I'm not going to sit there for two hours. So I tell him it's a, it's a kidney stone. I'm already tra- starting to sweat from the pain and I start feeling nauseous. So they sent me down. I'm like, you know what? They're like, what is the pain? I'm like, it's a 10. So they wait a few minutes and they put me in. By the time I go into the into the place where they check you out and they take your, um, you know, they check your blood pressure, they take your heartbeat, your weight. I'm like at a nine, almost a 10. I can't even stand up straight. I'm telling them I need some pain meds. Hurry up. They sent me down. I'm at a 10 now. They give me a shot. No, no, no. The doctor comes in. He's like, oh, it's kidney stones. I was like, yes, I have uh, priors or whatever. It's happened before. Please, I know it's kidney stones. Let me get something for the pain. He's like, all right, let me just get a... They're going to do a scan on my body. So the nurse comes and she's about to take me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm not going anywhere until I get something for the pain. So they give me some morphine. I go. They take the scan. They come back. You have you have kidney stones. Obviously, it's a little one, but it's right there. You have pee, uh, blood in your pee. You're going to have to pee it out. Uh, what do you need? I was like, another shot for the pain. This time, they give me Dilaudid. I literally got like six shots, and I was there for like four hours. That's how painful it was because it started creeping up on you. And trust me, you don't want to wait till it gets to the worst. You have to tell them when it's at a four or five because that pain is coming no matter what. It got to the point where they were like, you want to stay here? You want to go? I just wanted to go home. Crystal, you know, I couldn't keep her waiting. It's the middle of the It's already like daytime. I call her. She picks me up. I do get a shot before I leave. I'm like, I'm leaving, all right? But I need a shot for the road. So they give me a shot for the road. I go home. I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow, I usually pee it out that day or the next day. I'm like, 
you know what, I'll be fine, let's just go home. I get some Norcos, I try not to take them, but I take them all. The next day passes, I'm still in pain, I don't know what to do. The next day, the next day, it's finally Thursday, I'm still in pain. I'm like, you know what, we have to go to the hospital, I haven't gone to work. It's still there, it barely moved. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I just take like a few more days off of work. I go back to work finally because I, I discovered that going into the bath with hot-ass water and take... This is something you can do, guys. If you ever have kidney stones, go take the hottest shower that you can bear and point it at your kidney or take the hottest bath that you can take. I mean, I was taking baths so hot that I couldn't put my feet in the water because for some reason my feet are more sensitive, so I would just lay in there and it would like numb my body, but... You go out of the shower and you have about like 30 minutes, 40 minutes before the pain comes back. I bought a heat pad. That helped. Finally, I, I didn't pass it. The urologist said, you know, you're just going to have to wait or you can come back if it's too much. To this day, I still haven't peed it out, but the pain just got smaller and smaller till it's gone. So I don't know if the, the kidney got so small that I peed it out and didn't notice or it's just still there in my bladder somewhere. I don't know, but... For the um, first few days back at work, I bought those heat pads that you kind of buy, the little cheap ones. Those fucking work. If you ever have pain or whatever, put them on that spot and they work. I just had heat on my kidney for about a week. And also, at that time, Lola was sick with a fever the whole week when I was sick. So Crystal stayed home from work and just took care of both of us. God bless her. I love you. Thank you for that. And she just babied us and took care of us and then she got lola's fever which we got a test too guys i know you're probably thinking maybe it's covid no crystal gets tested every week the baby got tested no covid i ended up getting that kind of cough and everything too i still kind of have it but we're good now and then last week we're gonna do episode and then uh crystal's grandpa died r.i.p yeah so then we just took the week off again we've been trying to deal with that it's just been one thing after another. I appreciate you guys um, sending me messages. What's going on with the podcast? Is everything all right? I, I, I noticed that you guys are like used to listening to us. I appreciate you guys so much. And uh, yeah, that's what happened. Um, but I'm back now. And there'll probably be something else next week. So I won't have an episode up then. But I'll try to have a, a long, nice talk with Crystal coming up. And uh, we'll give you guys at least an hour or something. Fern is just living his life. Uh, living it up he was in Puerto Rico or somewhere Dominican Republic somewhere last week with his family I don't know where that guy I haven't seen him he shows up to the podcast and there he went back to school he's just he's just a college kid again I guess but uh, big ups to him I really hope you guys can't hear that banging outside my apartment they're um, redoing the stairs because it looks like if you walk on those stairs your foot's gonna go right through it I live in an old apartment building my apartment's nice and remodeled but it's an old-ass building. Like, if you went outside, you would not think that my apartment is in this old-ass, ugly building. But it is. So I apologize for the banging. A lot happened, though, in the last few weeks. I almost got in a fight. I talked about American wannabes. The day that Crystal's grandpa died, you know, um, Crystal didn't go to work. Obviously, I was home that day. And she was like, can you just, I'm just going to go get, like, sandwich and everybody. Because they were at her grandma's house, obviously. Like, you know, the whole family was there. And I was like, you know what, I'll get the food. I'll get the waters. I'll get, you know, I got Jersey Mike's. And I went to Target to buy, like, mustard napkins. And 
it's not just that I work at a grocery store that I see all the flaws that these businesses have because we have flaws too. But these stores that have self-checkout are relying way too much on that, those fucking self-checkouts. Now they don't give a shit about the regular lines. You got 10 check stands and you have one open and then you have six self-checkouts going out. Okay, that's fine. If, if most people are using the self-checkout, then that's cool. Don't open another line. But when you got eight people in one register waiting to get checked out, you need to open up. You don't, And then they have people walking around. Maybe those people aren't checkered, but they need to let someone know. So now I had to be the asshole and call the manager. Excuse me, can you get the manager? Now I'm the fucking Karen, but fuck it. I'll be that guy because they need to run shit right. Can I speak to the manager? The manager comes. It's a young girl. She's obviously not the manager. Who cares? She's in charge, though. So I'm like, hey, uh, can you open up another line? Or what's going on here? Why is the line so long? Oh, I'm sorry. It's because we're short. I was like, what? You guys are short? I mean, it's been like this for the past year and a half that you guys are short. I I would assume that you guys would adjust. But can you open another line? Sure. So she walks away. Mind you, she could have opened up, right? When people tell me that shit at my work. I open up or I at least call someone so they immediately open up. So she's like, I'll call someone. So then we're standing there. More people are in the line. Now there's like 10 people in line, right? One check stand open, really. That's fucking ridiculous. So then this girl, I see the light turn on like on check stand number eight. We're on check stand number one. She opens up all the way on eight, just turns on the light and everybody just rushes. What's wrong with that, guys? What, what the fuck is wrong with that, right? Or, or maybe you guys don't know, but people at these stores are trained to pull the next person in line because that person deserves to go next. I wasn't next. There was like three people in front of me, but I was sticking out. Those people just stay. I go that way and, and the people behind me and the guy at the end of the line runs to that check stand and gets there first. Now, when I get there, I'm already pissed because I'm like, first of all, you guys lying. This, this is bullshit. She did that shit on purpose. It was a younger girl, probably like 18 to 21. It's her fault, but it's not her fault because she hasn't been trained right properly. So I ask her, excuse me, aren't you supposed to pull the next person in line? She just looks at me. I'm like, you know, you just created this big old mess. Now you got everybody running over here. We're all, you know, rushing over here. And the last person just went in front. And I don't think that's fair. Like, is that what you guys are supposed to be? Yes. In my head, I know I'm looking it dumb and I'm looking, but someone's got to fucking point this out. And I'm not going to pull out the, I work at a grocery store. I'm not going to do that because I hate it when people do that. So I'm just hitting her with straight facts and questions that she should be able to answer. And the guy, he's probably like 23, 24, maybe older. He has a bunch of um, gift cards in his hand. Obviously, he's doing some type of scam. What does he need fucking six Visa gift cards for in the middle of August? What does he need that for, really? It doesn't look like he was working and he's getting them for his work. So, obviously, some type of scam. But I'm not going to kill this game. But he looks at me and he's like, hey, why don't you just shut up and wait? You look stupid. Oh, my God. All the anger that I... If I'm not telling you that all the anger that I have had in the last few weeks and months from just the frustrations of life and having kidney stones and just shit. I felt that go to that kid, but I, 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 I calmed down and I was like, hey, look it, no one's talking to you. Even though you just cut in front of all of us and you don't give a fuck, no one is talking to you. But if you wanna talk to me, let's go outside and handle this. He goes, I mean, fuck you, you ain't shit. You're, you're, you're just a bitch. And I was like, look, let's go outside, man. Wait for me to pay for this and let's go outside. I don't know exactly the words that we were saying, but this is what was being said. I was like, 
You wait for me. You're paying first. Wait for me. I can't wait to go outside and talk to you and handle you, okay? He was like, man, you ain't going to do shit. I was like, hey, look, I know you ain't going to wait because you're a bitch, but wait for me, please, and we will handle this. So he pays for the shit. The girl rings me up. I tell her, you know what? She's like, oh, can you put all this stuff on the thing? Like, all oh, rude. And I was like, don't you have one of those, those guns that'll scan? But you have smaller things. I was like, all right. So, all right. She was right. And I apologized to her, even though it didn't even matter. But I'm like, look, I'm sorry that I came out that way. But next time you should pull the next person. Because look at this whole thing that you just created because you didn't pull. Yeah, I'm the one that started the argument. But that could have all been avoided if you would have just pulled the next person. Hopefully next time, even though she was being a little idiot and she didn't respond to me, she just stared at me. Like those kids do, they all get shook. Like, I don't know what it is wrong with this generation, but they can't speak to you when you just start telling them stuff and they can't, they don't know how to react or they, they feel uncomfortable. They'll just shut down. Like rather than her being like, no, you know what? Let me get the manager or, oh no, you know what? You're right. I apologize. No, she didn't apologize. She didn't say shit. She just stared at me, which pisses me off because that's the type of workforce we have now. We have a bunch of spoiled kids that don't know how to talk to people, that don't know how to interact, that don't know, fuck this banging is annoying me. I'm sorry, guys, but so I go outside. I, I'm, I'm ready to fight, by the way. I'm ready. I'm excited, honestly. Like I was a little bit like not nervous, but like a little bit, you know, pumped up. And I felt like my heart pumping. So I take off my glasses as I'm walking out, take off my watch. I put them in the bag. Mind you, I was missing a bag. So I don't know if I was so angry that I left the bag or that stupid girl just skipped it, which I have the receipt. And I really want to go back and find out. So I walk out, sure enough, he's not around. So I'm going slow to my car, we're looking around, hoping he doesn't pop out, maybe he's gonna knock me out. Now, looking back, I know, like it's a stupid kid, he could have had a gun, he could have had friends in the car because he's doing a scam, like, I don't know any of this, and I'm just like arguing with someone, but in the heat of the moment, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. This kid's gonna get all of my anger right now, all of my wrath. I'm looking back, I know I did the wrong thing, guys, I know it, I know I fucked up, but like, you got to check some of these kids or these younger guys when they act like that. So I walk out and I don't see him. I'm almost getting to my car and I see a car pass behind me and I hear, man, you look stupid. You're a bitch. And I was like, what? I was like, you're driving away. I thought you were going to wait for me. Like you just got punked. Like you're a bitch. And he kind of slowed down. I was like, I hope you think about this all day because you mind you, I was the one thinking about it all day and he really got to me. Like, I'm not going to lie. But he just got punked completely, right? Like, he was supposed to wait for me. He didn't. He didn't know if we were going to fight or argue, whatever. He took off. Obviously, he was kind of did the smart move because he don't know me. He don't know what I'm capable of. But he should have shut the fuck up since the beginning. He shouldn't have said nothing. But nobody checks these kids. They just think that they can do shit. And that kid's going to get... Oh, man, I feel bad for that kid because he's going to get a rude awakening because someone... He's going to talk to a real one. Or maybe he, he didn't know I was a real one because I am. And... <laughs> he didn't know so he's he talked to me like that because he didn't know but i'm sure he doesn't act like that if i would have been like taller than him because we were about the same size and i'm wearing glasses no hat i just look you know i look goofy i'm not gonna lie but he wouldn't have talked to me like that if i was taller than him if i was big chola he wouldn't have said none of that but since i look like a dude that you could talk to like that people always get surprised that's why i get i would get in so many fights growing up because people would just, out of all my friends, I look the goofiest, I'm wearing glasses, I'm skinny. People would always try to talk shit to me. And then we'd end up fighting because Chris, everybody already knew Christian's not going to take shit. So if anybody talks shit to Christian, 
he's going to either be a smart ass so they fight or he's going to talk shit back and fight and that's exactly what would happen every time they'd pick on me and then we'd fight every time and then when they pick on the other dudes they wouldn't fight they didn't have nothing to prove i felt like i always had something to prove when i was young and honestly when i was younger that did happen one time i would kicking it with the older homies and one of the one of like the group that we'd hang out with he would always kind of pick on me talk shit and then this other dude came through and he was like uh older guy he was everybody knew him in the hood and i kind of met him he was like hey what are you doing hanging out with these guys not that they were bad people but he i just didn't look like i would hang out with those type of people because i was like more i would wear tight clothes my glasses and i was like i don't know i just these are my homies from where i grew up and i just you know i just kick it with them there are fools that are always talking shit and picking on me but i don't give a fuck he was like who i didn't know at the time that he was testing me and he was like gonna instigate something but honestly, he didn't know me, and I said the name like an idiot. And when you say names or you say shit, people in the hood or people around are going to instantly go to that person and make you guys handle it. I didn't realize that at the moment because we were drinking, but I was like, fuck, now he's going to go tell him. Now I'm going to have to argue with him or fight. And I knew that in that instant when he's like, hold on, let me go get him. I was like, fuck, I just started something. Now I'm going to have to fucking either defend myself, fight, or leave. Either way, I'm going to have to be around these people, so I got to... Defend myself and fight if that's what goes down. So he calls the dude over. He's like, hey, Christian said that you're always talking shit and that you're always fucking them. Like, what's up with that? He was like, what? Instantly, the guy already knows, like, I'm going to punk the shit out of him in front of the older homie. And this is, like, something that needs to be handled. And they're going to see how I can react and all that. So he comes up to me. I'm like, what? What the fuck? And then we just started arguing. I knew in that moment that I had to fight. So I just instantly, they pulled us back. We're scuffling lucky because they held him and they let me go first right so when they let me go i just swing again and i'm like oh no. i fucking swung hit him right in the nose they helped me look like i won the fight so he's bleeding obviously they hold both of us apart and he's like let us fight one-on-one let's fight the one-on-one luckily the homies were like nah 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 that's it that's it like he proved himself after that nobody really fucked with me and everybody thought i was down and all this shit and i was like i'm not down like I'm scared to fight, but I know back then, I and I know that now, like, it's better to fight and get beat up than get punked and always look like that in front of everybody. And now you look like a bitch. Now you're going to be a target. Now you're going to... So you just got to, like... It's just like when you go to prison. Like, I don't even know why I'm tying you guys out of this. I don't know. I feel really talkative today, I guess. But it's like in prison. Like, you got to instantly show that you have no weakness and that you're going to stick up for yourself or else everybody's going to pick on me. So that was like how I was growing up and going to parties and clubs. Like people would always pick on me and I'd always get in a fight. Got my nose broken twice. Got so many glasses broken. Got in so many scuffles. And that's why if you listen to American Wannabes, Jesus always like, oh, Christian's not down. And Christian can fight. I really can't fight. But most of the people that end up talking shit, I know like that I just got to throw the first punch and or I just can't be scared and that's going to throw them off and I can at least win the fight. Somebody's going to show up and break it up. Most fights, guys, people break up quickly. Like, don't use that as your, like, way of fighting. It's going to be like that movie Days and Confused where the dude's like, oh, someone's going to break it up and then no, no one comes and breaks it up and he gets fucked up. But generally speaking, a fight's going to last about 30 seconds. So if you can hold your own for about 30 seconds, you're good. And it doesn't matter as long as you don't get laid out. And even if you do, it doesn't matter. Like, you st- stood up for yourself and no one's going to remember... Whether or not you won that fight in a year or now, they're just going to remember, oh, Christian always would fight and Christian would... They're not going to... Like, I got beat up a lot, but nobody remembers that. They just remember Christian would always fight. He was down. 
and then that gives you like the rep that you're not i don't know it's not like i act like i'm teaching you guys how to uh join a gang or live life but i don't know that's just how shit would go down when i was growing up and now these kids just live on the internet and they talk shit and nobody says anything to them nobody does nothing because they don't show their face they don't nobody even knows who they are they just talk shit on the internet all day and then they think that they could just talk shit in real life and no one's gonna check them and it shouldn't be like that like if you're gonna talk shit on the internet you should have to show your face you should have to show who you are like if you're on tiktok or instagram you shouldn't be allowed to comment on people's stuff unless you're not private or unless your your real identity is up there. I, I feel like that should be a rule, and that would eliminate so much trolling right there. Like if if you were if Instagram would just change it to you can't comment unless you're not private, that'd be half of the stupid comments gone right there. And then if they really had to like use a real picture or not, because people just make fake accounts all day then and just making them private. But if you really had to show who you were and like verify it, which I think we should do, or else you can't comment. You just can't talk on people's shit. That would clear up most of the bullying right there. I don't know why they don't do that. I feel like that should be done. How we? I don't know how we got into bullying from all that, but yeah, I feel like that kid was not bullying me, but he, he thought that I was just gonna be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Like, what did he think was gonna happen? Like, he wasn't down to fight. So what did he think was going to happen? Anyways, though, it looks like shit's getting real again. Masks are back. Delta, COVID's back. I don't know, man. I feel like no matter what side you're on of the argument, you have valid points. Everybody has valid points. If you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. If you do want to wear a mask, that's fine. But stop trying to convince the other... I guess you're supposed to convince the other side they're wrong because you feel like you're right. But it's just so much like... At this point, it's like, let's just work together and find a common, some common ground where we can agree, like, all right, if you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine, but you should be, I don't know. It's just, it got, it's getting to the point where, like, I don't think there's any helping us, any saving this, any going back to the way things used to be, and it's just very frustrating, because y'all fucking with my shit now. It's, it's, it's I can't go do comedy like I want to. I can't go out like I want to. It's crazy. But anyways, I appreciate you guys holding on, waiting for me. I'm back. Um, I gave you guys a long vent right now. I hope I didn't just go off the rails, even though I do that. But I guess that's what you guys like. So uh, we'll have Crystal right now, and I'll see you guys in a bit after this break. All right? We're back. Back. Too late. <laughs> I know. I was drinking some water. <coughs> so it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. How long has it been? Like two months? No, it's I'm been like kidding. three weeks. It feels like two months. It feels like forever. These last two weeks have felt like six months. <laughs> For you? Why? Because you've been taking care of everybody and There's everything? just been so much going on where I'm like so exhausted. And I'm like, I wonder if I they can hear your, you still sound like you're sick, but you, you get tested. When's the last time you got tested? Last On Thursday? Friday. I get tested every Friday. And when do you find out the results every... But, well, we do like a rapid test, and then we do like a PCR test, and then... So the rapid test I find out in like 15 minutes, and then the PCR test I find out like six, seven, eight hours later. And you guys have to wear masks? 
at work, yeah. The whole time? Yep. And Not when I'm on my like, desk, really, because there's no one around me. And nobody's, like, quitting or saying, like, they're, that you guys are violating their rights and that they shouldn't have to wear a mask if they don't want to? No. They all just wear their mask and take their tests? Yeah. And everybody that goes back has to be vaccinated? Yeah. They have to prove that they're vaccinated. Right now, yeah. I don't know how long that's going to last, or I don't know if that's going to be like a permanent thing. But right now, whoever is in the building has to be. Yeah. I mean, with that, I don't really get like that, what like crazy. But I'm just like whatever. Has there been anybody that's like, no, I'm not. I don't want to get vaccinated. I'm not going to get vaccinated. Not that I know of, no. But there probably is a few people that are like, no, I'm not. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Like Harvey said, if there's religious reasons or there's reasons that, like, they can't force you. If there's like, I work with a, a lot of people that are unvaccinated and they keep wearing their masks and they're not going to get vaccinated. And every day, I think they're, like, at first I was like, okay, do what you want to do. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, wear your mask. Mm-hmm. But now every day I'm just, like, thinking they're more and more stupid or more and more, like, and I get it. They got their points. And I'm, if they don't want to get it, that's fine. But every day I'm more and more frustrated with them because it's just like more reasons why they should. And they still don't. And they're just going with the whole thing like, see, well, everybody that's vaccinated has to get masks. And everybody that's vaccinated that's has and to get tested. Or they're the ones spreading it. Now they're like using all this misinformation. I like know. The people that are vaccinated are actually the ones spreading it. I will say like, this. The people. What? The point of getting vaccinated wasn't that you're never going to get COVID again. Clearly, like you can still get it. Yeah, you wear a seatbelt. It doesn't mean you're gonna not die in a car accident. Exactly, but like nothing's 100. percent We've had people at work get COVID, and they'll even say it. They're like, "Thank God I had my vaccine," because like, yeah, I got a little sick, but like it makes me nervous to think of like how sick I would have gotten if like I didn't have it. I heard the best thing. Okay, so you're you're not willing to get the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. But if you do get COVID, and you get really sick, are you willing to go to the hospital? What are most people going to say? Yes. Yes, of course. So why are, and you don't trust the doctors, you don't trust any of that. Why would you trust them? <laughs> to treat you? To treat you <laughs> when going to the hospital because you have no other choice. But you're not going to trust those same doctors and those same companies or those that same system to help prevent it. You'll help, you'll let them help you treat it, but they won't, you won't let them help yeah. you prevent it. I think my Like, that's what I don't get. It's like, no. you, if, if you're not willing to go to the, va- get the vaccine, then you shouldn't be willing to go to the hospital either. That's because you should not trust anything. Anything that they're doing. Right? I think my funniest thing is people are like, well, I don't know what's in it, and I don't want to put that in my body. And in my head, I'm like, bitch, I saw you eating McDonald's. I saw you like, yes. I'm sure you've done plenty of drugs and taken plenty of pills and you don't know what the fuck is in it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, even And I like, get it. It uh, isn't scary. I was yeah. nervous too to do it in the beginning. And I was kind of like, no, what if I'm going to be that one person? God forbid that because that does happen. Like things happen. They're bound to happen. We can't sit here and say that like, oh, well, no one got like some kind of weird thing. Because, yes, that mm-hmm. does happen. And I was even nervous, but it's just funny because it's like we put so much other shit in our body too. So like that's just like a duh. Like it's. And another thing, it's because about. it's not FDA approved. It's an emergency. Neither is Herbalife, and you don't but, see. And you yeah. don't see. And you but see that's all what I'm saying. It's like it's an emergency because we're in like a <laughs> certain situation where they need to like push it through right now, and it's like it's so obvious that with the numbers that it's preventing people from ending up in the hospital. The f- but somehow those seen- numbers are doctorate, doctor, doc- I know. doctorate, what do you say? Doctor. Doctored also, and everything's doctored, and it's just like, I. So but then I get it, it's like. 
If you're on have that you side, seen? you're going to get nothing but um, stuff that supports what you believe. Yeah, of course. There's, like, memes that went around because, like, when um, the people were saying, like, oh, it's not FDA approved. And someone had shared a mean meme that was like, and neither is that BBL you got in Tijuana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, that is so funny. <laughs> it's like oh people won't God. take the vaccine, but they'll, like, eat whatever, drink, smoke weed, do other drugs that's, like... <laughs> You know, like people yeah. that have taken ecstasy or people that have done like all this stuff, but they don't want to take the vaccine that's like supposed to help you. Help you. Like people really think that like that you're going to become a zombie or you're, I saw a funny video where it's like he started like trying to put, he had got vaccine. He was like, look, there's the, like he started oh, putting magnets. stuff to, and yeah. nothing was sticking to me. He's like, you think that Pelosi sent a bad batch to us that like. Does it make you magnetic? And it was just funny because he's like also obviously trolling, but he's yeah. like, do you guys think that they sent us a batch that doesn't make you a magnetic and now I got to go find magnetic. The, magne- the magnetic one? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. We live in a weird world. The internet is a blessing fucked and everything. a curse. No, I fuck. I think where we're going, it's like to a point where this, the what we're in right now, this cycle of like the masks and like that stuff, it's never going to end. It's just going to keep getting worse and worse. And with TikTok and everything, all these like places, social media, where people have more of a platform to speak. Because like me being on TikTok, there is so many idiots. So many people that are like just spitting out the wrong facts. And then there's like 100,000 people that are like, yeah, see? And it's like, what? Are you guys talking? But there's a lot of smart people too. But there's everybody. It doesn't matter if you're dumb, retarded, slow, racist, um... I don't want to say retarded, but, like, if you're, like, just not all there, if you are literally, like, mentally challenged, you can go out there and, like, say stuff, and everybody's going to see it. And there's going to be people that back up what you say, people that agree with you, disagree with you, and it's just, like, everybody has a voice. And I don't think... Everybody needs to Everybody have should <laughs> have a voice. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, would you go back to where it's just, like, the news is, like... There's only a few people, few... No, because there's always also, like, money, a lot of money in... I do think, like, yes, it, uh, the, we, we need to have journalists, we need to have people who actually report things, but you also, you also have to have a variety of that. You can't have it so controlled and only a few because that can get corrupted as well. So this, so this very is scary. actually good then because it checks, there's, like, checks and balances of everything, and then the best idea wins. Technically, at the end, the best idea... Yeah, the people that are wrong are still going to have a voice, but they're not going to win. I mean, I, I guess they did win for the last four years before Biden <laughs> in a way, but then also it like the pendulum swung back, and now it's like we're somewhere in the middle. I don't know. We'll see what, what happens. Let's talk about something more fun. Okay, what about... Um, <laughs> okay. Not politics, but what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah, let, let's not talk about um, politics. Let's talk about the gay agenda. No, just <laughs> What? No, because all I hear is about, like, people are so angry about, like, Robin being bisexual and, like, trans Did we really and, like, think that Robin kids, wasn't, though? And kids, like, getting the Muppets babies, showing them cross-dressing, and people are, like, freaking out about all this stuff. And then and all you see is, like, the gay agenda and the gay this, and it's like... I haven't even seen people freak out about that stuff. Where, where are you seeing all this? Instagram, TikTok, just oh. people talking that I see and just, like... 
outrage. I guess I'm just looking at the people talking. Yeah. A lot of people just living their life, probably listening to this, like, what is Christian talking about? I heard nothing about this. <laughs> and I'm just, like, seeing the people argue because I'm looking for it, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. But people are, like, super pissed about the whole gay agenda. But it's just, pe- Hollywood is normalizing everything, like, LGBTQ, gay, all that. It's just getting normalized where it's they're getting representation, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, let's just talk about... You know what? I want to talk about Kanye's album never coming out. No, I don't <laughs> talk about that. I already knew this was going to happen. It's not coming I know. out. The day just keeps getting changed. Like, <laughs> But he did really quick come out and, like, pretty much shut up all the haters and everybody that just thinks that he's not relevant or thinks his music sucks or thinks oh, for sure for someone to just come out not even drop an album and just say hey i'm just gonna have people listen to it i'm just gonna stand in a in a stadium right twice he did it the first time and people saw and they all talk shit about how ridiculous and he's just standing there but he did it again two weeks later just and it was it more people there Mm-hmm. But this time he made it into actual show, and I thought that was dope how he like elevated himself. Yeah. And all that stuff. I still knew. I told you the album's not coming out tomorrow. Oh, we knew. It's that. not gonna come out for like a month. We all know that. It's not gonna come out till like next month. Well, he's saying the sixteenth. He's saying the sixteenth of what? Of this month. But he also said <laughs> no, I know. last week and then the other week. So <laughs> I, know. I don't take anything he says. No. But it's, he, is he the only one that gets away with this shit? Like, who else says they're going to drop an album and then just keeps changing the date? He's the only one that could get away with it. He's not the only one that could get away with it, but he's the only one that... Pe- that does it. That does it. But that's just his way of creating hype around... That's true. ...his yeah. music. Like, yeah. we all know that once he says it, he's going to... This is how he creates the hype. He drops it. People kind of listen to it. He's creating demand for it, just like with his shoes. People want to hear it. Then yeah. he, like, tells them it's coming out. Then it doesn't come out. And most people get mad, but then when it comes out, what they're right there, listen to it. About his Gap stuff. What about it? Like the Gap jacket that was like. I thought the jacket was ugly. Oh, I wasn't. I I been meaning to ask. I mean, I don't. It's just not my style. I've never seen wearing it, but I'm not like this is the most ugliest jacket yeah. ever. It's just not my style, and I don't think I could I could pull it off. But I'm sure he's gonna come out with like a pea coat or something that I'll like, or like a another like bomber jacket or something that I'll yeah like. maybe but a lot of the shoes that he comes out they're ugly but he's there's so many shoes that some are cool you, some are still. the ugliest ones are the ones the, yeah but i kind of the fact that they're so ugly or not even ugly the fact that they're kind of like weird looking i kind of like it like it just i yeah. don't know i've seen people wear them and it look they look pretty cool like it looks like an ugly shoe and I will say it's an ugly shoe, but when you put it on feet or people put it on with outfits, I like the way it looks. Like, okay. I see people wearing them at work, and I'm like, oh, they're, they're actually not that bad. It's like, if people can pull off Crocs, and no one's pulling off Crocs, but people wear them. Are Crocs as comfortable as people say? People, like, I feel like people talk shit about Crocs, but then once they have Crocs, they, like, love Crocs. Yeah. I need to try them. I saw that they have Croc slides, and I didn't really want to get them. <laughs> but then I was like rethinking. I was like, is that no? Dumb? Like those Yeezy slides, the ones that are just like slides. Those yeah. look super comfortable. Oh yeah, and I want them. But they're like those $200. do look really comfortable. I, I I would want those. Yeah, but they're like two. Because I love my Adidas slides, but when I saw they had Croc slides, I was like, I should try those out. Well, they have no toe, and they just your foot slides in them. Yeah, it's just like a slide. No, they're like real slides, but they're made out of the, like the same material that Crocs are made out of. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get them. And then Kanye likes wearing masks. 
He's Kanye all about isn't masks. wearing a mask. He's wearing a fucking nylon over his He's head. still promoting masks, okay? He's promoting mask wearing. You can breathe through. It's like a complete mask. It's like a nylon. It looks like he's about to rob somewhere. I heard that the popcorn was like $50 or something at the show. No. People were sharing the wrong menu. So like everyone... Oh, this is why the internet sucks. No one reads I said into I heard. things. I didn't say it was fact. What <laughs> did, what did sharing things, Kate Karen. What oh my God, it? have you seen the video of the lady? They're calling her the Tigger Karen. Have you seen that video? Tigger Karen? No. <laughs> she wasn't really that mean, but the video is fucking hilarious. So she, she comes to her neighbor's house and she knocks on the door and the neighbor opens the door and she's like, hi. And she's like, hi. And she's like, you know, I just wanted to come over and talk to you about something that's bothering me that like I don't like. And she's like, okay. And she was like, you know, we're neighbors. And, you know, it's a nice neighborhood. And she's recording this or this is the, the, the ring, the, the ring doorbell oh, thing door, is recording. And she's like, I don't say nothing about the, your shrubbery. I don't say nothing about the backyard. And she was like, even this American flag, when you put it up, I thought, oh, that's nice. But this Tigger flag, because <laughs> the lady had put up a flag of Tigger. And it's just Tigger carrying a flower, like just a flag. And she's like, I don't like it. <laughs> she's like, it's ugly. And she's like, it's bringing down the neighborhood. <laughs> and it's like a flag of Tigger. It's what? like, what? I haven't seen that. And she's like, okay. And she was like, you know, I'm going to have to check the rules on these kind of things. And the lady's like, we don't have an HOA. <laughs> There's not, we don't live in that. And she's like, yes, but there's still rules in the community. <laughs> And the lady's like, well, I don't think it's ugly, but you know what? You're entitled to your own opinion. That's fine. And she's like, okay. <laughs> she just like leaves. And then she, the, la- the lady had posted it on TikTok. And I guess like it must have gotten to that older lady's grandkids that like this video is going viral of her not liking the Tigger flag. And she wasn't mean about it. Although she was like doing a little like shade. Like when she was like, I don't say nothing about the shrubbery. I don't say nothing about your back. You're like, what do you mean? What's wrong with the shrubbery? Like, literally, you have some issues. Yeah. And, um, and the lady, like, got back on TikTok, and she was, like, dying laughing. And she was, like, she just said drive-by apology. And I guess she said she was driving by, and she just went, sorry. And she just kept <laughs> The old lady about, yeah. the, about the tigger? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I was done. I have I bet to show you, you those, the video. It's those, so funny. Uh, those flags sold out everywhere. It's literally just a little flag of Tigger, like holding a flower. <laughs> it's like, what? But she has an extra American flag? I don't know. You can't see it in the video. You can see her American flag, and I'm not sure where she has. Why would she complain about the, the American t- flag? She didn't. She said, I thought it was nice when you put the American, f- you know, she said, you know, you put the American flag. And I thought, oh, that's nice. She's oh, like, she was but like, this one, <laughs> I don't like the sticker flag. That's funny. Oh, my God. What about your so dad funny. and his neighbors? Oh, my God. He's the worst. My dad has no shame in his game. If you live next to him, I pray for you. Your yard better look good. <laughs> well, your neighbor's yard doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And my dad lets him know. <laughs> He's always talking shit to him. He's always talking shit. And I'll be like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, he doesn't want to fix it. Clearly, it doesn't bother him. And it doesn't bother him that you say anything. And, like, sometimes even if he knows he's in the backyard, he's like, I don't know what he thinks he's going to find back there with all those weeds. <laughs> like, oh, my God, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it is hilarious, though. Dude. I mean, <laughs> just, Dude, look at his, look at those. Look at all that, look at all that brown stuff. 
And I get what he's saying. Pick like up your it trash. should it should look nice. You should take pride in like something. He would always talk shit and about the people to, across the street the too. The people remember? that lived there before, they kept it like really nice. So I think that's probably even more frustrating for him because he's like, What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> well your your parents do have the nicest yard, like the most kept up house on their in their street probably. It didn't used to be like that though. When I no. first met you, all those houses were like nice mm-hmm. and then slowly it just started to like people just started to not give a shit because it's all renters probably it is it's mainly renters now and they don't give a fuck yeah but if that's your house and you're renting it to someone why wouldn't you want to keep it up well they just leave it to them and they don't even it's like a company probably is like they have oh, a company I'll be so it. angry but if i owned a house and i was renting to them i'd be like look this is the rules you have to have the grass thing do not like that if you don't want to do that i will Make the rent a little more expensive, to and I will do it myself. But the rent's gonna go up a hundred dollars a month or hundred fifty. I thought that you had to like be the one to upkeep it if someone's renting there. Like, why do I don't know? No, if you're renting, it's your responsibility to water the grass and water that. And if they want to keep it like that, it goes in the rent, and they'll be like, "Yeah, we'll we'll provide our own thing, and then this is how much you pay." But most of the time, if you're renting, it's your responsibility to cut the grass. It's your responsibility to like do all that. Yeah, if, if you want them to grow grass and all that, then they, they probably do it. But I remember when we used to rent, it was our responsibility, like my parents, to, keep it up. to water the grass, to turn it on. They didn't have sprinklers. Yeah, you had to water the grass. Don't. You had to make sure that you had it right. <laughs> it's so funny, though. He gets so mad. I used to hate having to water the grass. Oh, my God. Really? Water the grass. It Go seems like it's grass. just like relaxing. Like yeah, but when you're 13 or 12, you oh, don't want to yeah, be out there sure. watering the grass. It's always at the worst time, too, that they want you to water the grass right before it gets dark because you don't want to do it when it's dark because then you can't see. And then you have to rake up the leaves. Oh, that one sucked. It was just fun when it was like the end of the fall and then you had to rake up a lot and then you just jump in the pile. Yeah, but then you have to rake (coughs) that back up. Yeah, but it was still fun to jump in the pile and make up a big ass Did you have to cut the grass, too? No, my dad always paid someone to do that. I cut the grass once. Once? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, once. My dad did buy, when we did move to the house right there where they live now, they bought um. They oh, your parents' grass always looks nice, though. Yeah, because they always pay somebody. My dad's always just paid somebody. It's, like, way cheaper and less work to just pay someone. Yeah. So he always has somebody. And then when I ran in my sister's house, I, we just paid my sister's husband to, to, do it. to do it. We just paid an extra $50 a month or something, and he would come every week or every other week and just cut it. But it was, like, a little small patch. Yeah. I don't know. That's funny though. For, I'm for sure if when we oh, mm-hmm. when we have a house and uh, something's going on with our neighbors, I'm for sure gonna have Rick come and let them know what's up. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> so what else do you want to um, cover this week, huh? On <laughs> your list. Let's round it off because I got shit to do. No. <laughs> um. Oh, I want. Look, we haven't talked about what we've been watching. Uh, we did finish uh, Dave season two. I really liked it. Was that the end? Yeah, that was the season finale. Oh, what? I thought this season was better than the first season. A lot better than the first season. It was I deeper. Guess someone at work was saying this, and I, I can see. I'm like, oh, I guess I could see that. They wished there was more of, like, the supporting cast involved. Because, like, you didn't get to see them as much. Like, it was more just, like, about just Dave. I feel like everybody got their own episode. This so? season didn't get as much into everybody <laughs> else, but they everybody got their own episode. It was good. I mean, I liked his it. His manager got his little, like, venting and going crazy a little bit. Oh, yeah. His his manager got, I mean, his um, 
his boy. Uh, what's his name? Got more more play. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know his name. His hype man. I know. I can't think of his Gata. name. Gata. Gata. He's a real rapper. Gata. And that's his real rapper name. Gata. Gata got more play this season. They they you know they showed him. I mean, fucking some up. of the episodes were a little weird. Where I was like, "What is happening?" But like the season. But then it would come back around, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, now I get what you were doing." Like, remember the episode where him and that producer were like doing the most. Benny Blanco. Benny that guy's Blanco. really like that, right? You know that, right? Oh, he Benny is? Blanco's really a weirdo like that. I follow Did him I tell on you TikTok. that? Well, one time we, <laughs> there was this video of Justin Bieber that we pitched at work, and it was Benny Blanco made like a hamburger for like. Um, I don't know if it was Shake Shack. It was some company. They did like a Benny Blanco like burger. And uh, Bieber was like, and Shake Shack or whoever the company was, was at Benny Blanco's house, like cooking them, like so they're tasting them or whatever. And then and so Bieber goes to try and he's like, hmm, it's like different. <laughs> I was like, that is not the cosign you want. And he was just like, hmm, it's different. <laughs> was like, what that's, what, that's what he said? And that was the one yeah. that was coming out? <laughs> yeah. And what did Benny Blanco say? They were just like laughing. He was like, yeah, it's different. And I was like, oh, okay. I also watched the Val, the Val Kilmer documentary. That oh, one was I'll dope. See. I can't, the, I, I, I love Val Kilmer as an actor. Ever since I was a kid watching uh, uh, Real Genius, the movie he was in. And then he mm-hmm. did a bunch of movies that liked. Uh, he was Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Great scene. He did my favorite Batman at the time because my sister took me to go see Batman for my birthday. And that was when he first did Batman. And then just every role he did was really good. But then he got a rep, like a bad rep, like in the two, early 2000s that he was hard to work with and he was like too difficult and stuff. And oh, it was really? just because, yeah, he has a bad like name. And then a lot of actors didn't like him because they said he's hard to work with or they got in fights with him. Or uh-huh. And in the movie, you're just like, oh, he's a real artist. Like he's like the type of guy that's like gets into character and like people start oh, getting like mad at him. Acting. And then he's just like, if he has a problem with the way the character's looking or whatever, he'll he doesn't have a problem doing with the actor. He's like, no, I'm not gonna come in. Then if that if the director doesn't want to listen to me, then I won't I won't work. Or he was that kind of guy, and he lost, got he it. got like replaced a few times, and <clears throat> he was just difficult. But watching the documentary, you see why because he's just like. He really gets into the role, and like to him, acting is not just acting. Like there was this part it's where they, art. there was a part where, and I was like, oh, I have so much more respect for him. Like he really cares about acting. It's not like the money. It's not about the money for him. It's about like the 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 craft. He wanted to be in Stanley Kubrick's movie so bad when he knew that he was gonna be make Full Metal Jacket. And when you look at Full Metal Jacket, he really didn't pick big stars. And Val Kimmer wasn't a big star at the time, but he made his own war movie. And oh, yeah. He made a bunch of scenes, and he was, like, in, like, a jungle, <laughs> and he was, like, acting part, with a yeah. gun. And he was, like, this is three different characters that I'll play as the voice. And he sent it to Stanley Kubrick, like, an audition tape on top of auditioning. When he found out that um, Martin Scorsese was making a movie, I forgot what movie it was, he redid the movie... Um, Goodfellas and he played Henry Hill's oh, yeah, part I saw that too, yeah. and he reenacted the whole movie as like a gangster and he <laughs> and he flew to wherever I don't know if he flew to Stanley Kubrick or he flew to Stanley to Martin Scorsese and he handed him the audition tape personally and obviously and he they didn't get the part no, no? He, no I don't think he ever he didn't do a he, had, he didn't do a, a Kubrick movie or a thing and then after that he still didn't care. He did. He heard out. Heard that Oliver Stone was gonna do the Doors. Oh yeah, and I saw that's when he yeah. went 
into character and he turned himself into Val Kilmer. And the whole year that they that he did that movie, he was in character that whole year. Like he would go home to his wife and he was still Val Kilmer. And she he almost no, got divorced over. He said, I mean, he went home and he was still Jim Morrison yeah. at home that whole year. He learned how to play the guitar. He learned how to sing. That is wild. Not the guitar, because I don't think Morrison played the guitar. I don't know if but I he learned how to sing. He, he, like, turned himself into the character just to get... And he sent a tape, and that's when they were like, oh, shit. And then he finally got, the, he got that role. And then after that, he got Batman. They hit him up, like, you want to be Batman? How annoying would that be? While he's doing Batman, he comes home every day, and he's like, oh. I don't oh. think he did that, but... Like, oh, my God, he, get over here. He said that he, he wanted to be Batman so bad, because everybody... That's, like, the pinnacle. Like, what... if. If you think about Hollywood and you think about the ultimate role or like the biggest role, it's Batman. Who's Batman, right? Who's gonna be Batman? Who's gonna be Superman? Like, or who's so when he got be Batman, James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he got when he got Batman, he was like, he didn't even read the script. He was like, yeah, I'll do it. But then he hated it because the 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 suit is so heavy and so like oh, yeah. that when you put it on, you can't move your head. You can't hear shit because it's literally rubber over your ears. So you just literally stand there. And he didn't really like it because it was like, it felt like soap opera acting. Like every, he's Not like, really you can like count it. every time I put my hands on my hips. <laughs> he was like, every time he's like, hey, where are you going? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, but what are we going to do here? It's like, he was like, it was so annoying, like how they wanted him to act. So yeah. when they, had, they asked him to do the sequel because it made a lot of money, but it got mixed reviews. He was like, nah, I'm good. And he did The Saint, which is a great movie too. And in that movie, he plays like a James Bond character, like a secret agent. But he has like a bunch of uh, disguises and he plays like different characters. It's like 10 roles in one movie. But, yeah. I know a lot about Val Kilmer now. <laughs> Clearly. And I then, think we got that. I think they don't even have to watch it because you just talked yeah. about the whole movie. Well, I even... Before <laughs> I watched that movie, I saw a whole documentary that oh. some guy made on YouTube, like a 30-minute one about like all his roles and like why he lost this movie and why he lost that. And that was like their side, the Hollywood side of like got the rumors. It. What the rumors said. And like it explains like why he did that, why he did this. Because now when they were like... This is why he lost this role. And, it, and then when he did like one movie called The Island of Dr. Moreau. Mind you, he has a camera the whole time. He has like a video camera. He's recording everything. So when he does The Island of Dr. Moreau, you fell asleep at that part. Because mm-hmm. I guess it was boring to you. But <laughs> he, he was recording and the, he and he was fighting with the director. And he's like arguing with the director. Oh, and the are you director's serious? like, I already told you that you need to turn off that camera or and so we can rehearse. He's like, I'm not going to rehearse. I'm not going to turn off the camera because you're... You are not being conducive to me being creative right now. And I can't be oh, my character. God. He was being like that. But knowing like how Val Kilmer is and to that point of the movie, you're like, oh, I get why he's acting like this. So to them, it's like he's being a difficult guy. But to but watching the documentary, you're like, oh, he's just trying to like get the character right. Yeah. And he had the opportunity to, to act next to his hero, Marlon Brando, in that movie. And Marlon Brando was fighting with the director, too. And he just kind of checked out. And he was like, fuck it. And a lot of the times, they would just have his body double sit there. It was Marlon Brando's body double sitting there. Are you serious? And in the movie, you think that it's Marlon Brando sitting there, like, while they're doing all that stuff. And it's his body double. <laughs> That's funny. And they're like, hey, what, what's your name? And he's like, Chuck. And he's like, this, is, this guy's playing Marlon Brando as this other guy. I don't know. It's a good, it's a good documentary. You guys don't have to watch it now because I just... Because Christian just thing, gave but, me the whole... But thing. I love stuff like that. Okay? No, you, you guys do. Can tell. I love yeah, stuff like that. I love movies. I should have been a movie uh what's it called not a critic a movie buff i am a movie buff but you watched roadrunner and i fell asleep oh yeah i loved that it was sad it is sad it is yeah 
and you get to the end, you're like, oh. Does he ever say why he go into depression? Roadrunner is about um, what's his name? Oh my god, why can't I think of his name right now? Souffle. No. Bobby Souffle. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Michael Bublé. Bourdain, 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 Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. What did I say? Souffle. <laughs> Bublé. Souffle. Bublé. It kind of all sounds the same, right? <laughs> Jacob Bublé. It was just super interesting also to see like his li- like that part of his life, like the part that we know of him and the parts that we've seen him on the show started so late in his life. Yeah, like he didn't get, I didn't That's think he so wrote the book until he was like 43 or 44. Yeah, he was 43. And then he blew up. And then how old was he when he died? Like 70? I'm not 60s? sure. 60s? Like 60s, late 60s. He looked older and he also looked tired and like... It Depression. was interesting. Just like the... Yeah, you could see... Do you think you get to, he got to a point where he's just like, all right, I lived my whole life. I'm still not happy. I'm not going to be happy because I've already did everything I could. I've experienced everything I could. I've, I hit the pinnacle of my career or of like my stuff. And I'm good. Like, that's it. I'm never going to be well, happy. Well, one guy had, like, kind of explained it. He was, like, it was, like, he was always in search of something. Like, for the, like, he was, like, he was, it was, like, he was always on to, like, the next thing. Like, he was always, like, rushing to start filming, rushing to finish filming, rushing to get to the next thing, rushing. Like, he, it was, like, he was constantly trying to find something that would actually, like, He was, like, almost how I him. feel sometimes, like, you're always, like, trying to get to where you want to be. And then that, and like, cause I always feel like my whole life, I'm like, well, one day I'm going to be there. One day I'm going to get that. And one day this is going to happen. And I can't wait for this to happen. And meanwhile, my life's happening. Life is happening. And I'm not even experiencing my life because I'm I'm waiting for the next thing to happen. I think he actually did experience life though. Cause he. Yeah. But he was always like living for the next moment. And that's what I, I end up doing a lot and I've tried to like the last few years be like no I need to enjoy like the right journey right now yeah like I'm, I'm thinking about the like getting there and I'm just like not like I'm not living the moment because I'm just like trying to rush through all this so I can get to the happy to parts, that part that to the house to the, the career the being like successful in comedy or being doing all that when like everything that's important <clears throat> is like right in front of me yeah like my family you guys, everything that, like, hanging out with my friends. And I'm just, like, focusing on working every day because I need to... And I'm, like, just missing out on my whole youth. Yeah. So I feel like that's what he was doing. And it was just, like, he never got to that. And he, it was he hard did everything when that he, he wanted to film, do. He, would, he got all the stuff that he wanted. And then it and still, it still didn't make him happy. Yeah. Because when they would film, they would travel for, like, 200 and something days out of the year. Like, he was always traveling. Like, he was hardly home. So, like, that's a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, how people can, like, do everything that they ever wanted and accomplish. Well, all the, like, I don't know, because they might have goals that I don't know about. But, like, career-wise, like, Robin Williams, he accomplished so much. He made all Mm -hmm. these great movies. He made so many people happy. And then he still wasn't enough. Or maybe maybe to them it was enough and that's it. Yeah, like they it's see hard it to know what's, what's like actually going on. Like the dude from Linkin Park, like one of the greatest bands oh, yeah, to ever too. do it. Yeah. Like 
he had kids, I believe. He yeah. was a thing, and it still wasn't so enough. So did Anthony Bourdain. He had a daughter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Has a daughter. And Robin Williams had kids, like. It was good, though. Everyone should watch it. It's super interesting just to see his life and the people in it. Yeah. And, like, That's kind of like the. He had a the, very um, obsessive behavior, too, though. Like, he would when he got into something, he was full in it and obsessive about it. And in different, and it was, mm-hmm. it happened at different times too. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. But anyways, it, that was good too. It is a little sad. It's kind of what's so. sad about the doc, the Val Kilmer documentary too, because he has, he beat like cancer and he can't talk now. So he can, he can never act again. And like, that was his whole life acting. He That's loved so acting. And like, to him, it was about like finding the ultimate role that could challenge him and he could get into it. And he kind of found that with um, the, the Mark Twain. He started going on tour doing Mark Twain. And Mark Twain was like the original comedian. He was a great writer, greatest American writer, supposedly, of all, mm-hmm. of um, in American history to him. So he started going on tour because he was writing a movie. He was writing a movie about Mark Twain himself. Took him 10 years. And he wrote a, like a play. So he started performing everywhere and it started getting like momentum. And he started touring and like people were like, oh shit, this is really good. And then that's when he like, he, he collapsed or he couldn't talk and then he got cancer and then that was it oh. while he was doing the Mark Twain performances on Broadway everywhere like people were like it's like a good really good show making people laugh every night and then now he's just like going to comic cons and stuff like that poor thing I don't know maybe All he right, was a dick well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's probably a few people that are like, good, man. He was a dick. He was an asshole. Never treated me right. you don't want to wish that on No, I know, but there's probably some people in Hollywood that are like, good, that's what he deserves. That's true. People are dicks. Because I'm sure being that type of actor, that type of person, like, you probably fuck some people over or they feel like you fucked them over. Yeah. Because you didn't want to work with them because they weren't that good or whatever. I don't know. But that's enough for this week. (laughs) That was our... Two sad <laughs> reviews. Yeah. <laughs> right now we're watching Malice in the Palace, though. That looks really good. That we've been watching. It's about the um, our Ryan Ar- uh, Ron Artest and that whole Reggie Miller and all that fight that they had. With the, we actually with got to finish watching. Freaking started fighting with the fans. It's like a really good documentary. Uh, see you guys.